Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I'm the host of this daily podcast. And hello to anyone who might have found this podcast after seeing a tweet from the lovely people behind Name Three Songs. Sarah and Jenna had some more kind words to share about my podcast, and I'm very grateful to them for doing that. It is true that they are doing a crossover episode with the 1975 podcast. So the Pause It Play It podcast is coming out tomorrow, which features Name Three Songs. And then on the 3rd of December, Name Three Songs has an episode that features the folks from the Pause It Play It podcast. So those are two things for me to look forward to in the near future. What also has happened recently is Romeo has returned to his podcast and I can't remember what episode number it was that I called Romeo, oh Romeo, wherefore art thou Romeo? He now has reliable internet, which means he can get back to his daily episode making as well. So I can't be, the, I won't be the only weirdo who's making a new podcast episode every day. Also, I encourage everyone to search for the hashtag Save Our Venues. There is a fundraising effort to save 30 UK venues from permanent closure. These are venues that have received funding or maybe didn't weren't uh weren't eligible for funding but in working with the music venue trust these are 30 venues who really need some fundraising help in the very near future i think there's like 22 days to raise money for these venues or they will close down permanently it it's understandable that some money has been apportioned to help these places tick over during the pandemic but for some of these places it's looking increasingly likely that they won't exist when we can go back to see live shows. And I think it's enormously important that when we quote-unquote go back to normal, there are still some places that exist for us to be able to go back to normal too. So do search the hashtag SaveOurVenues on Twitter or search for the Music Venue Trust and you'll find more information about that. Today's title is I follow 77 podcasts and I have 191 tabs open. It has that title because I follow 77 podcasts and I have 191 tabs open. There was a time when I actually reached the limit of tabs that you are allowed to have open, which I think is 400. And I went to open another one and my phone basically said, look, buddy, what are we doing here? (laughs) You have 400 tabs already open. You're not going to need 401. Sort it out. So I I got rid of all of those tabs and told myself I'd be a bit more sensible with it. And yet here we are. And this realization was brought about by a video i found on twitter it was posted by at hood gothic and it's a video of a tiktok video by lisa underscore lacroix and i'll post a link to it in the show notes and it's essentially a quick encapsulation of what it's like to live with adhd now i have never been officially diagnosed with anything so i i tread lightly when it when even thinking about saying I have X or Y or Z, but I heavily relate to what is illustrated in this video. And it's essentially how difficult it is to focus on one task and see it through when everything that crosses your mind feels equally important to the point where you stop what you're doing midway to do this other thing, but then you have to stop that to do this other thing and so on and so forth to the point where it can feel impossible to get one thing done. And we're going to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole of how I'm feeling, but hopefully it will all make sense and it will come back around to it. I've just spent a while writing some detailed notes 
to make sure I have a bit of a narrative here to go through. So strap in tight and hopefully this will all make sense by the time I get to the end. So whilst I'm, I am very grateful to the folks from Name Three Songs for shouting me out on Twitter. And they mentioned that they were very grateful that what they're doing has touched me in such a particular way. And the reason it has is because I have become a lot more withdrawn in real life. I tend to be that way in general, but I have been particularly that way across the year 2020. And by that, I mean, I'm not really talking to like actual family and friends as much because I feel I don't have anything to talk about. And when I don't, th- and I've, I've distressed this before in a previous episode where if I don't feel I'm bringing value to a situation, I'm more inclined to withdraw from it because if I can't bring value, then I feel like I'm being a burden and it's better to not be present than to be a burden. And I've spent so long feeling like or being the underachiever in most of these dynamics that I want to join the conversation when I have something to bring to it. In a lot of these instances and these dynamics, I've talked about ideas and plans and things I'd like to do so much that I can't help but feel that if I keep talking about that type of stuff now, it will be met with a polite response, but the real response would be a bit of an eye roll and, oh, yeah, sure, of course, because it's all been said before. Stick with the notes. It's okay. We can get through this. I was making some progress last year when I started playing shows, getting a band together and really talking to quite a few people, feeling like I was in demand to talk to people on this podcast. And even before the lockdown of this year started, that motivation wheel just completely stalled and I lost the discipline and the large gaps in episodes started. And now I feel like I'm at a real nadir with it as far as talking to people in real life because it'll just, I don't know, I think I sound delusional, a real lost in pipe dreams or unrealistic, I don't know, but I just feel like that scenario is one I'd rather avoid. So in not being very present in real life or not being very present offline, I'm trying to be more present online because the only way I can start to achieve the things I want to do is to be more present in this realm, starting with this podcast and talking to whoever's listening to this right now. But being more present online and talking more online is relatively uncharted territory for me. And whenever I come across a task that has even the slightest bit of a hurdle to it, or maybe it's new and unfamiliar and thus feels intimidating and can bring up some anxiety, that is a giant neon sign inviting procrastination and distraction in all of its forms, a lot like the video I mentioned earlier. And unfortunately, this is the gateway to a rather unhealthy cycle, because if I am prone to more distraction then I'm less likely to do the task, which is to just be more present online and talk more online. If I'm if I'm doing less talking online, then I'll be doing even less talking offline because there'll be less results, less accomplishments to talk about, which means I become even more withdrawn and which leads to more anxiety, leads to, I've, I think I've mentioned in a previous episode. By the way, if you're new to this podcast, get used to me saying I think I've mentioned in a previous episode because there are a lot of previous episodes. One interesting thing about Romeo's podcast is that he transcribes everything he says. So he's got a system set up where he can search for a topic 
and find results for all of the times he has talked about that topic in previous episodes. I am not that thorough in what I'm doing, so I keep thinking, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, and I apologise if some of the stuff I say gets a bit repetitive, but when you're doing a daily podcast, I guess that's one of the casualties that's bound to happen. So that's the unhealthy cycle that I'm stuck in right now. Imagine if you wanted to get healthier, so you wanted to start running, but before running, you need to buy new shoes, but you couldn't there's such a wide variety of shoes to choose from that that choice that makes you feel a bit overwhelmed. You can't decide which style, which fit, what price, which store to go to. And so you end up putting off buying the shoes, which means you put off going for runs, put off becoming healthier, and maybe the anxiety leads your appetite to grow and so on. And so you end up mired in this unhappy situation. That's where I'm at And that is what leads to a really good litmus test for this for me is how many podcasts I'm following and how many tabs I have open. And this harkens back to a childhood behavioural trait that I've always had. When I was a kid and I first started playing video games on the PlayStation or PlayStation 2 or a couple on PC as well, I was the type of person who'd buy the game, take out the little booklet that came with it. I don't know if games still have that now, but... In the PlayStation 2 days, they definitely did. And I would read the whole booklet cover to cover, almost as if I had to study it because the game itself would be a test. And I'm applying that same train, that same logic to what I'm doing now. And now it's a lot more irrational because I'm behaving as if if I read enough articles or listen to enough other podcasts, if I do enough homework, then I'll be able to do the thing that I want to do. I'll unlock the secret and it will be a breeze to accomplish it. And that isn't the case. Instead, I'm just burying myself in more and more avenues for procrastination and forever putting off doing the task when the reality is. And in fact, I just list, I caught up with the 2020 podcast and they talked about The Sims. And one of the hosts, Simran, mentioned how she isn't prone to continue something if she's not immediately good at it they were talking about the video game the sims and she said she wasn't too keen on that game because it was a little bit difficult at the start and that was enough to put her off and what i'm doing or what i'm trying to do online and with music and everything is also a bit difficult to do at the start but i don't want to completely let go of the task so instead i'm just swimming in this purgatory of oh if i read every article and watch every video and listen to every podcast ever then i'll figure out how to do it and that isn't the case. So that is what I'm... I really... One thing I do like, though, about listening to all the podcasts, at least, is there is a sense of reinforcement in hearing other people do what I'm wanting to do. Hearing, as I mentioned in the LCD Sound System episode, trying to find your 10%, the people who share your interests and with whom you could build something or just feel that mutual encouragement and push each other forward. I do find that in some sense, in at least the, mostly in the podcasts I found. Not so much in the YouTube's video, YouTube's, the YouTube videos or the articles. But hopefully I will get to that eventually, but definitely in the podcast, because that's literally the most immediate avenue that I have access to as well. There's the lowest barrier of entry. But what I have, what I'm still trying to achieve with podcasts in that I'm trying to make it a daily behavior that I see through, 
I want that to bleed over to other tasks, just starting with talking more online. So after I finish this, I'm going to say that I'd like to spend the next hour talking online, whether it's finding conversations on Reddit on, or Twitter. Those are the two main platforms I feel comfortable. Speaking of, on Twitter, earlier this year, you were a, they made it possible for some users to post voice messages. I don't have that. Now they started something called Fleets, which is essentially like Instagram stories, Facebook stories. You can post you can post things, videos, posts, pictures that will disappear after 24 hours. It's Twitter's idea of making this, the platform a bit more welcoming so you'll spend more time on it because people, they found that people tend to write drafts of tweets and then never send them because it's quite intimidating to post something on the platform that is just so permanent and out there. I don't know. But I don't have access to fleets because, again, they're rolling that out slowly but surely. And I have not been one of the people that's been invited. It feels like there's an A-list and it's just... But when you find out you don't have access to this new feature, you find out you're not on the A-list, which I already knew, but it's just nice to have a reminder of that. And also, I still haven't come across anyone who can send me an invite link to Clubhouse, which is a website that has chat rooms based on voice rather than text and it also seems as though twitter will be bringing that function to its platform as well you see what i'm talking about when i say I get distracted and procrastinate <laughs> i'm doing it right here before your very ears but i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to make it so at certain times maybe not at certain times but for certain amounts of time each day i will do task a or task b whether it's talking on twitter talking on reddit looking into video exercising things that i know would be very healthy habits to form but feel very easy to not form at the moment i just need to start by saying okay i haven't spent my hour doing x let me not the drug but doing x activity let me choose this hour to start doing it because that's how i make these two weeks count and then the next month two months six months year etc count it starts with let me actually put in the time to see this task through and one element of that where I, I keep failing but that doesn't feel like very helpful language to use but I always mean to post these episodes earlier in the day and yet here I am once again after 11 o'clock in the evening which will once again mean that people I don't know I used to think that would mean that people would be less likely to listen to today's episode today and I would like that to be the case maybe at the end of a Tuesday in the evening you'd know you could listen to my episode about what I did on Tuesday but instead because I posted so late I think Wednesdays when most people would listen if anyone listens maybe some people just listen at the end of the week and catch up on the whole week I don't know but one thing that was a little bit you know glass half full was thinking yes I have posted my episode late but it's only late by GMT UK London time it's 11 o'clock now, but I think, he says, pardon the tapping because I'm going to open up my world clock. It is about half six p.m. in New York, half three in L.A., I think also half six in Toronto. It is half five in Mexico City, half eight in Brazil or Argentina, half past seven in the morning on Wednesday in oh no half past eight in the morning on wednesday in tokyo and 10 a.m in adelaide tomorrow and half 12 tomorrow in auckland 
And that brings me to today's song, which is by an artist named Hachiku, who is based in Australia. And the song is called I'll Probably Be Asleep from her, I think, debut album. She has a bunch of songs and I, they're classed as singles on Spotify, but I think they're more like EPs. And I think this is her first full length. And I discovered this artist today from the podcast Indie and Tonic, which is one of the many podcasts that I follow. And this song is the title track. It's the first song on the album. And I always feel a bit weird about describing how a song sounds, especially since you can just listen to it yourself. I will put a link to it in the notes for this episode. But the words that most come to mind are shoegazy and ethereal. And it reminds me of artists like Asobi Seksu and Blonde Redhead and Dive. So that is today's song. I'll probably be asleep by Hachiku. I think this is the most... No, no. I've had other songs of the day by artists that I discovered on that day. And I quite like that because now I have a permanent record of when I first discovered this artist. So, yeah, that's today's episode. And thank you again to Name Three Songs. It really did mean a lot for them to say, hey, we really, we, we're grateful to, you know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read out the tweet. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to read out the tweet that they sent that mentions me. And it goes like this. Since we started this podcast in August, everyone has been so wildly lovely to us. But we have to give a special shout out to at Saddest Night Out. That's me. Who gave us the most lovely feedback on his podcast, making us big time email. The fact our message has resonated with you means the world to us. Yeah, thank you. That was a really bright point in what has been a very weird year that I'm still trying to get to terms with. Also, speaking of weird, Youngblood, I believe, is releasing his debut album soon. And he's doing live shows online, and one of his support acts is Baby Girl. Might take that back, one of his support acts is Baby Queen. Forgive me for that blasphemy of saying that wrong. And she's an artist I've mentioned before because she has an, ep- an episodic series on YouTube about essentially the making of Baby Queen. And her set design for her live performance in Young Blood's live stream is really cool. I don't have a ticket. It's a ticketed event and I can't really afford anything right now. But I appreciate anyone who's filmed some of it or taken pictures of it. And it does look really cool. Anyway, that's today's episode. Thank you very much for listening. How many tabs do you have open? And how many podcasts are you following? And if I'm one of them, thank you very much. Otherwise, feel free to find me online at Saturday Night Out. And I will catch you on the next episode. Take care.